Hello and welcome to our April podcast. As ever, a collaborative production by the Goethe Institute and Bayern 2 Zündfunk magazine. Every month, Angie Portman or Ralf Sommer showcases five bands or artists and their terrific new albums. This time around, we'll be running the gamut of musical genres, from trip-hop to garage rock and experimental electronica. And, in between, two German pop albums produced by one and the same Tim Tauterat over at Berlin's legendary Hansa Studios. Tauterat has a lot on his plate these days, and he's quite on the ball. But let's start down on the shores of Lake Ammer, which lies southwest of Munich, with Fee's debut album. Fee are currently bringing 1990s trip-hop back to life, that magical melange of hip-hop, soul and elements of film noir. For
That was Hiding Time, a dark pandemic track by the band Fee. Fee are a trio of jazz and soltinger Julia Feenberger, Manuel da Coll of La Brass Band of Polyester and Captain Josarian fame, and his brother-in-law Oliver da Coll Raga, another founding member of La Brass Banda. The three of them have known one another for a long time, but the idea of teaming up didn't occur to them till the spring of 2021, recounts Julia Feenberger when the world was still hibernating on account of the pandemic. We all felt the need to look after our friends. I sent a poem from the eastern shore of Lake Amma to the western shore. It turned out that a remix had just been produced for a marvellous record by a friend of mine, the pianist Tom Yarn, which we used to put together our first joint remix. Ollie and I did a remix too. Afterwards, we were so happy about these two songs that we felt we actually should keep at it. We were quite moved and blown away ourselves by the results. It was a bit of magic. Selber ganz gerührt und fassungslos, was da entstanden ist. Ja, ein kleiner Zauber. Genau. And the three of them actually do make some magical slow-motion trip hop that smacks of Massive Attack, Portis Head, and Moloko. But why trip hop? Trip hop verbindet uns natürlich so gesehen, weil das unsere Musik war und die 2000er war das einfach das. We have a trip hop connection because that was our music. That was what we were all really into around the 2000s. The reason why it came back was that it captured that very specific mood. The pandemic period was like being stuck in a bubble, a state of immobility and anxiety, separated from the outside world by a thin glass wall around us. And yet there was so much yearning at the time, which this music does a good job of capturing. And that's just the way the music poured forth from us. In dieser Zeit und es trifft diese Musik einfach recht gut und die ist eben auch einfach aus uns so rausgekommen. So kann ich es eigentlich nur beschreiben. Trip hop it may be, but this trio sound very jazzy and soulful, and the dub style hip hop beats are always wonderfully drawn out. And who knows? After the drum and bass revival, maybe trip hop is next in line for a big comeback. In which case, Fee can proclaim we spearheaded the revival. And now for some more time travel. The Berlin-based Riot Girl duo Kava make gorgeous garage rock on their debut album Damage Control. The music is rough, dirty and noisy, but with some super hooks.
That was Carver's tune, Blue Monday. Carver actually named themselves after a Spanish sparkling wine that Pepe once brought to a rehearsal. The other half of this Berlin duo is Mela. Pepe and Mela don't compromise when it comes to music or when it comes to following through. They recorded their very first album and got it pressed on vinyl long before they even had a record deal. Then they landed one with Bubak, a label that suits this unusual duo to a T. Carver revere the likes of P.J. Harvey and Kim Gordon, but the music that really inspired them was U.S. garage rocker Ty Siegel. By the way, the song we've just heard, Blue Monday, is a trenchant dystopia about people vegetating in front of their computers, overwhelmed by the glut of online entertainment. And their song, Copy and Paste Me, is about precarious jobs, for which you're poorly paid, but you get to play ping-pong with the boss. On the whole, this is a terrific album of social criticism set to music, even if Carver haven't exactly reinvented the garage punk genre. Incidentally, Carver really rock live, too. So don't miss a chance to see this, quote, refreshing, full-throttle guitar and drum sensation, unquote, from Berlin, as Martino De Leo writes in Zinfunk magazine's Facebook fan group. And now for a track off Pitch Blender, Zoe McPherson's third and very clubby album. I stand still, underwater, observing the movement And the river washes me, I'm kind of steady I have no feelings, but I feel the tension of every move reverberates across the web. Although I'm immobile, I encounter many bodies and species. I kind of like it. Uh. 
its hyperactive breakbeats, digital neo-hardcore and experimental sound, Pitch Blender is one of this spring's most exciting electronic releases. It's by Zoe McPherson. Zoe is a Berlin-based, non-binary artist with French and Irish roots. Zoe teamed up with Alessandra Leoni to start up a label called SFX, which then released Pitch Blender, an album full of highly complex self-recorded percussion, fanciful sounds, badass bass lines and unusual rhythmic shifts. It's definitely not four-to-the-floor techno, but it's still fantastic music to dance to. I think that's something I'm, I'm working on my live shows since a couple of years already, which is... To indeed like have this stretch between what is so-called experimental music and danceable music and um, yeah I just found my 
my place there and uh, I play with that and I like playing with people at the same time confusing them and also making them feel at ease on the dance floor. I think that's something you just have to come to one of my shows and uh, have fun, hopefully. The multimedia artist shows us how to dance with their music, to use Zoe McPherson's preferred pronoun, in some terrific videos which Zoe not only shot themselves, but in which we see Zoe dancing too because they know how to move to a storm of polyrhythmic beats as a performer, researcher, sound designer, spatial sound shaper and DJ. And as a DJ, Zoe is naturally delighted about the current drum and bass revival. That's dope. I do feel there's um, a revival of jungle and drum and bass, or I don't know if revival is really a word, but definitely I notice in Berlin that the bass scene is expanding a lot more and... um, I think that's really cool. But enough dancing now. Let's segue from Zoe McPherson's avant-garde beats to Tristan Brusch's grand pop melodies. Du denkst, du musst an Engel sein. Zum Ausheulen und im Bett eine Hure sein, immer bereit und immer geil. Und du müsstest von allein immer wissen, was ich will.
Am Van, a new album by Tristan Brusch from the town of Gelsenkirchen, doesn't shrink from grandiloquent gestures, epic melodies, and that oft-disparaged brand of catchy German and European pop music known as Schlager. Tristan Brusch explains why. Ich finde, im Schlager gibt es oft eine transzendente Wahrheit zu finden. I think Schlager often has a transcendent trueness that sometimes is a bit lacking in other music genres, because a certain cerebralism sometimes gets in the way. Such grand simplicity sometimes gets at something that lies very close to the truth. That's what interests me about it. And what definitely does not interest me is conceited cool and all that sort of thing. I think that any genre can have a melody that has something transcendently beautiful about it. If I find it moving, I don't care what genre it happens to be. Die irgendwas überirdisches hat und wenn's mich berührt, dann ist es mir egal, was das für ein Genre ist. Und von Die größten Vorbilder in Deutschland sind auf jeden Fall für mich Hildegard Knef, Reinhard May und Hermann von Feder. My truest role models in Germany are definitely Hildegard Knef, Reinhard May und Hermann von Wien. Such great melodies there, such incredibly beautiful lyrics and often a bit tongue-in-cheek. Laughing and crying, there are always mixed emotions in their songs. That's what I call wisdom. Das ist für mich eigentlich Weisheit. Tristan Brusch has been following in the footsteps of Hildegard Kinefenko for several years now. And his courage in blurring the boundaries between pop, chanson and schlager has won over many fans who will adore Brusch's fourth album to date, Am Van, with its melodramatic strings, the melancholic sound of fading guitars and, of course, his lyrics about the many crazy sides of love. One of Brusch's love songs on the album is called Am Herz Vorbei. It's an adaptation of You Missed My Heart, a song in English by Mark Kozilek of Sun Kill Moon. Brusch adapted the lyrics in German and added some new music. But the song is problematic because Mark Kozilek has been the subject of several Me Too accusations. I asked Brusch why he decided to put this song on his new record nevertheless. Ja, bevor ich das beantworte, möchte ich als allererstes sagen, dass ich mich natürlich mit der MeToo-Bewegung komplett solidarisiere. Well, before getting into that, I'd like to say I'm in full solidarity with the MeToo movement. Public exposure of such flagrant abuses was long overdue. So much for that. As for the song and Mark Kozilek, I just wanted to cover the song. Not because I think he's such a great guy. I think you have to distinguish between the art and the artist. I say that personally because I feel that when I write a song myself, it has only a certain amount to do with me. It simply comes out through me, and then I write it down. Could have come to someone else, and someone else could have rehashed the same ideas. That's my take on it. And there are so many examples of people who are known to have been moral reprobates. Egon Schiele, Thomas Mann. The list goes on and on. And yet they gave us art that will enrich the world forever. And I don't want to live in a world without all that enrichment. Or a world in which you're not supposed to or allowed to play the song Am Herz vorbei or You Missed My Heart in the original anymore. 
If you don't want to hear it, fair enough, that's another thing. I totally understand that. You don't have to subject yourself to that. It's a horrible story. But I don't think it's glorifying anything or a call to action. It's not a solution that's being presented. It's just a story that moved me. Ich finde nicht, dass es verherrlichend ist. Es ist keine Aufforderung, irgendwas zu tun. Es ist keine Handlungsaufforderung. Es ist keine Lösung, die präsentiert wird. Es ist einfach nur eine Geschichte, die mich berührt hat. That story, by the way, also moved the American Indie-Icon Phoebe Bridges, who has previously covered Mark Kozilek's You Missed My Heart Too. The album Am Van, like the one before it, was produced by Tim Tauterath. This time, however, with a rather unusual modus operandi. Brusch recorded the songs on his smartphone and left the rest to Tautorat, who must be one hell of a producer to be granted so much latitude, right? Dann hatte ich also diese Sprachmemos, bin damit zu Tim Tautorat gegangen und habe gedacht, so then I had these voice memos and I took them to Tim Tauterat. I liked the idea of completely giving up control, because ordinarily I'm a total control freak. And Tauterat is very opinionated and knows straight away how he wants things. Then I thought to myself, okay, I'll just let him decide everything this time round. Tim Tauterat, who has his own studio at the legendary Hansa Studios in Berlin, is one of the go-to producers in German pop circles. In addition to Tristan Brusch, he has produced Annenmey Kanterreit, Provinz and Faber. Niels Freivert has worked with Tim Tauterat too. Which brings us to the last album on today's lineup, namely Pseudo Poesie by Niels Freivert, who was the lead singer in the band Nationalgalerie in the 1990s and has been working solo since 1997. Mir war sehr schnell klar, dass uh, Tim Tauterat ein Produzent ist, bei dem die I soon realized that Tim Tauterat is a producer who's got young artists queuing up to work with him. He's an audacious modern producer. He's decisive and he works fast, neither of which are exactly attributes ascribed to me. But we ended up complimenting each other quite nicely. I think the new album, Pseudo Poesie, sounds more danceable, maybe a little harsher, a bit more electric than the previous album, Putzlicht. It's simply the next logical step. Calling his album Pseudo Poesie or Pseudo Poetry almost comes across as coy, as false modesty. But Hamburg's Niels Freibert says he means it in earnest. Yes, I'm quite serious about the title. The word Pseudo Poesie somehow sounds so poetic and looks so incredibly good in writing. It shimmers with a slight luster of kitsch. I like kitsch when it's well done. The title captures the author's doubts as well as giving the proverbial middle finger to the mainstream. Freiwert's label Grönland Records describes him as a rhetorician of emotionalization. And his Pseudo-Poesie is yet another highly emotional album, full of longing. Longing for faraway places and big city lights. Or more generally, a longing to get away from it all, from everyday life. But also a longing, quote, for words for something that couldn't be found in the street of words, unquote. This line on Pseudo-Poesie is from Robert Musil's 1930 modernist novel The Man Without Qualities. And Niels Freibert's seventh album is indeed a very poetic and ambitious opus. Speaking of longing for things to come, we'll be back in May with another handful of exciting new pop music made in Germany. Meanwhile, this is Dandy Dave Greeden signing off on the English-language version of Antje Portman's Popcast. Autobahn rauschen 
Wande der Stadt, rot ist der Himmel, den ihr auf Erden gesehen habt, hier in der Gegend, wann hast du endlich genug? Und geheimnisvoll erzählt 